Hey guys, welcome to podcast episode 8, the From Thought to Execution podcast with Potential uh, Mental Stability Podcast. And as you all know, what we do is we try and break that level of from thinking about something to actually implementing it and changing the way you see things and you feel. Uh, currently I've got a bit of hay fever problems, so I'll try and clear that up as we go through the podcast. Um, and maybe it just means that my voice is a bit deeper or a bit stuffier, but, but we'll try and get through this as best as we can. And today's episode is about thought control. Now, we've talked before, obviously through this podcast, about how thoughts can control you. Um, and obviously the morning thoughts and the thoughts that you have at night. Um, these kind of things. With this, we've sort of covered, you know, uh, how you should start looking at what you think about in the morning. Because it affects your day, how you're thinking at night. Because that affects how you're going to bed and, um, you know how to problem solve as well it sort of all links together in you moving forward with the problems that you have in your life now thought control what does that mean is that like uh you know a a government agency controlling your thoughts um is it you creating your own sort of positive thinking stuff that you know isn't actually with reality maybe you feel like thought control sounds a bit uh evil and tyrannical but no we're talking about yourself we're talking about how can you control your thoughts um how can how would it change things for you you know if you actually got to a a place where you was in control um because a lot of the time i mean think about it your anxieties uh your depressions your fears in life literally comes from what you've been thinking on and what you've been focusing on now the thought control uh will start basically with what does it mean is it, you know, someone's running your thoughts or you running yours? Well, in every sense, it is. It's thought control. It's whatever you're focusing on consistently is going to grow. Um, and that's going to become your reality. Whatever's fed to you over and over, you're going to start to see and realise. You know, and uh, if you're consistently watching the news, consistently hearing what everyone else is saying, living a- around the dogma of, of day-to-day life of, I have to think like this, I have to be like this, I have to feel like this, you know, um, that's terrible, that's awful, this, this is going on, this is going on, the world's this, you know, of course you're going to fall into this sort of hive mentality and that's dangerous because nobody's sort of um, really looking at their own life in that, they're sort of always looking outside of themselves and basically what will tend to happen is people will focus so much on the things that they can't change that they'll lose all of the certainty and control that they do have to change things effectively in their lives and because of that they never change anything in their life so what it means for thought control for you is escaping the thoughts that you don't want getting you in a place where yes you are looking at problems you are looking at stuff objectively re you know in a real way we're not just positive thinking you know it's not just oh yeah everything's gonna be fine no not at all what it is is looking at the situation really but looking at your situation Let's get away from all these things where they're controlling you. You know, the, God, the medias, the social medias, other people's uh, thought processes. You know, even the parents you grew up with, their old sayings and and things like that that actually drove you to maybe a state in your life where you're not happy with, you know. Maybe it was them always being overprotective that made you anxious. Um, Maybe it's the fact that you think there's so much terror in the world all the time because you watch the news you know you're scared about the future you're scared of if the world's going to end tomorrow and it could right that's the big thing that's the big thing it could it could right but if it does what can you do about it 
nothing. So you may as well spend your time looking at something that you want to look at. It's about time that you realize that time's short anyway, you know, and you've only got a limited amount of time for you. There's, you have to be selfish because you only get this one chance. You're only here this once. Why is it no one's told you this? Well, they don't want you to know, do they? They don't want you to take risks. They don't want you to, um, say like you, your friends, your family, they don't want you to take risks or end up in a situation that you can't bounce back from. Um, they don't want to see you do things that maybe outshine them uh, and then they feel like they're not connected with you and stuff like that. Maybe the social aspect of it. I'm not 100% sure. But oftentimes people don't want you to think for yourself and to have control of your own thoughts. They want you to talk about what they're interested in and not what you should be interested in, you know. Um, so thought control for me is essentially deciding what I want for myself and deciding I'm not going to think about the things that do not serve me, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure there'll be Bible texts about that or, or um, any religion of just making sure that you're focusing on the things that you want to focus on and sort of getting rid of, of the negative sort of distractive thoughts um, or habits that you have. And we always talk about this. We always go deep into this kind of stuff. And Obviously, my presenting skills will get better over time. We're going to get more into it. So, would you say that's the intro? It's not the best intro, is it? It's always better when I have someone to go back and forth with, I feel. I feel like um, when I can do that, we sort of uncover things from their mindset. And then I sort of uh, rephrase it and put it into a way that you can understand, you know, conceptualize it and uh, put it into a package that you can sort of taking for your own life that's why i quite like doing interviews so wouldn't it be great though if you could control your thoughts day to day if you was sort of in charge of what you was focusing on rather than letting your thoughts run you you know oftentimes uh, people with anxiety or, or pressures or you know social pressures they'll fall apart and they'll get frustrated or they'll get angry or they'll get upset because they don't feel like they're somewhere they want to be right I mean, imagine it, you, you expected to be at a, a certain job or doing a certain thing or loving, a, you know, a certain lifestyle and you don't get there. And that's a, an ideology you've put on yourself, a social pressure you've put on yourself. And you focus on all the things you don't have. Now, and that's not even you, you know, you don't wake up and go, I want to think about how bad everything in is, you know, you don't want to wake up and go, oh, well, I want to, I want to to think about the things that made me upset no you just do you just sort of wake up in this anxiety ridden you know sort of overwhelming feeling of, of uncertainty and unsure of yourself you know lack of confidence lack of growth and, and you feel stuck and um, because of that you stagnate and then you, you find things for evidence to show that you're stuck in life and then that makes you more frustrated and more depressed and then you have to take more drugs and then you, you lean on that as a crutch. I've got this problem. And it's like, well, maybe, just maybe we're looking at this the wrong way, okay? Maybe, just maybe, we've started to focus on all the things that we shouldn't have rather than focusing on the solution or rather than focusing on problem solving or rather than focusing on what I do have that is good that I could utilize to get to where I want to be like a great quote I said I heard off Tony Robbins is I overestimate what I can do in, in, in a year fair enough right I overestimate what I can do in a year I think we all do that in a way 
but he underestimated what he could do in a lifetime. Now, that's huge because I do this often. I'll say, this year I'm going to hit this and this and this and this. And I hit maybe, oh God, actually, to be fair, I usually hit most of my goals. Uh, I've not done financially, unfortunately, but I usually find that about 70, 80% of my goals I do hit. And again, even though my lifestyle isn't what I want it to be, that's good in a way because that gives me something to strive for. You see a lot of people, they put the pressure on themselves. I want this, I want this, this is who I should be. That ideology fills themselves, you know, that, that core template of who they should be becomes themselves. And then what they do is they focus on the parts of that they don't have. And instead of saying, oh, wow, I've got something to wake up for to try and achieve tomorrow. Instead, they look around and go, well, my situation isn't what I want, and that doesn't make me feel good enough. And I'm not making fun of that. That is a real issue. That is a real problem that people do. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't serve them to do that. So thought control, what else would, it, would, what else would be great about you taking control of your thoughts? Another thing is, well, what about if... You come home from work, you're a bit tired, but you know you have to go to the gym, but you taught yourself out of it. Wouldn't it be good if you could have an argument with someone and mid-argument you stop, you know, in your own mind and instead of reacting, you get to think about what your intention is from the argument, what you want from the outcome. You know, another thing Tony Robbins says is know your outcome. It is that. It's like, okay, we're arguing about something probably small or it started small. And right now we're in this heated debate with someone I care about and it hurts more because I care about them. So how do I cross that that bridge of, right, uh, what I want is to connect again and to laugh again and, and to be close. But we need to build our foundations of, of what's right and what's wrong. So all you do is focus on that attention and you, you'll you come out with something like, look, I still love you, you're still this person that I care about. You do all this for me and I, I think you're amazing. But at the same time, when you do this, it, it winds me up. And it upsets me. And I just want to know, how can we bridge that gap? And they might say, well, I didn't know that upset you. Or, well, maybe I need a bit of freedom. And you say, right, okay, well, let's work a plan to get you a bit of freedom. Let's work a plan where that doesn't upset me as much. Same thing for, for everything in life. You know, you aim for your car template. But first, you have to know what you want. And stop talking yourself out of it. Stop as soon as, like, so many people who state the, you know, the suffering... I ask them, the first question I ask them is, what do you want? And half of them can't answer. And when they do answer, they say, yeah, but I'll never get it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't ask you for an inside out plan. I didn't ask you to go and achieve it. I asked you, what do you want? And you can't even sit in that realm of what I'd like is this without an excuse for five minutes. Of course, you're going to feel like you're not good enough. A no amount of drugs is going to take you out of that state. If you you can't even pretend or, or understand what would be good for you. And you can't even live in that for five minutes. You know, no wonder you're struggling. There's no, no wonder at all. So what you, again, uh, the way you should look at it is, okay, a good thing would be is if when I spoke about something I want, I didn't make excuses in my head as to why I can't get it straight away. Instead, I can just live in that. What I would like is this kind of house, uh, this kind of job, and this kind of lifestyle. And then just be quiet and just be like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. That'd be cool. Because you know what happens? Sometimes if you don't talk yourself out of it, 
the person in front of you might come up with a suggestion you've not thought of. But if you give an excuse straight away, oh, I've got this, I've got this, and, and this, and this, and this, and this. Well, they're not going to bother helping you. And they're not going to come up with reasons why you could get it, why the, you do, you know, you have a chance, why there is an option for you to do it. Because you've already taught yourself out of it, and that subconsciously sends a message to them that you don't actually want it that much. Like a subconscious message of, if I question this person on the vision now, on the core template, like the thing they want, if I question them on why they can't have it now, they've made an excuse. Well, now we're, we're negotiating, now we're arguing. You know what I mean? It's no longer a friendly conversation. It, now it's a debate. <laughs> and that's an issue, you know. Uh, what else would be great about it? You, If you could control your thoughts, the thought control, how powerful do you think that would be at night, right? You know, when the, the overthinking comes in. Do you know when... Um, the, the empty thoughts fill your head and you, you feel like you're not good enough. If you was in control of your thoughts, do you think they'd come in? Do you think that you'd still feel this way if you was in control of the thoughts? Or would you say, I don't think that about me. I don't want to think about that about me. That's not a thought I want. That's not something I want to think about. Whoa, that's not a way, a good way to look at myself. That That doesn't make me feel good about myself. Why am I thinking about that? That doesn't serve me at all. That's not who I am. Imagine that, right? The power you get from that, the confidence you get from that, the certainty you get from that, just controlling your thoughts. Instead of letting them run you, you run them. And you say, whoa, that's not that's not who I am. I've got evidence to prove that's not who I am. And this is where I'm going. You know, and this is what I want, by the way. And the empty thoughts just fizzle out because you've stood up to them and you've got the power. That's what thought control is all about. Um, and the benefits of that, I'm, I'm, I mean, imagine, right? <laughs> this is going to be good. This this episode I'm quite excited about, actually, this part. Now, just imagine you wake up in the morning. Bam. So, new morning. You probably wake up in a normal routine of you just wake up, whatever. You feel whatever. Maybe tired. Uh, can't have to work or you know, whatever. I'm going to say whatever again. You go get your breakfast. You maybe feel, oh, it's raining outside. Oh, I've, I've got work. Oh, I've got this. I've still, you know, I'm waking up in a house that doesn't make me feel good. You know, oh, this is awful. That might be your routine now. You might consistently open your day. We start thinking about problems. I start feeling like things aren't good. I start noticing all the things that's missing, right? Now, imagine the benefits as if you was in control of your thoughts. What would be your first thought in the morning? It'd be something like, yeah, can't wait for this. Oh, you know what's good about me? You know what? I've really improved on this. Oh, I wonder how I can do that. And instead, you're taking yourself out of this uh, negative zone into somewhere where you're actually a problem solver, where you're um, inspirational to yourself, where you say, oh, I look good in the mirror. I am confident. I am this person, you know. Um, and I talked about affirmations and uh, a good a good thing that I heard was, you know, affirmations is fine, just saying it. But what you really want to do is feel it. So when I say my affirmations, I close my eyes, vision it, I feel it, you know, I connect with it day in, day out. That way, it's not simply, you know, a little uh, little thing I say in the morning, a little routine. It then becomes a reality because you live in it every single day. Even if it's not in front of you right now, you wake up, you say the affirmation or you say the thought you want. Oh, I wonder how I can problem solve this or I can do that. Hmm. I am this person, so how can I make it, how can I 
prove that I am by getting there, you know. And by getting this thought control in, what you do is you, you sort of, uh, yeah, you, you don't actually worry about half of the problems that you, you worry about before. You don't get overwhelmed because instead you're running the show. You're like, okay, you get up. You know what I want? I want this kind of breakfast. You know what's good for me? Hmm, this would be good for me. How do I get that? Ah, oh, I wonder how I get that. You know what? This person might know. I'll give them a call. Now, how quick could you imagine you could get? Imagine the implementation you could get if you was running the show. You know what I mean? And you're not going to run the show 100% of the time. Like everything I do, I say there's always, you know, room for growth. There's always time for um, things to Im improve and, and get better. But it's like a mental skill. This is actually something I've developed over time. And it started with, you know, in the USB is one. I'm, I'm going to give you some free content here. But in the USB, we talk about catching the thoughts. And I've talked about this before. But I think it's important because that's the start of you um, getting that mental stability, sort of sort of building that muscle. Because the first thing you do is you're catching it. And every time you see it coming around and that thought comes in your head, you catch it. You're noticing it rather than focusing on it. And because of that, it no longer changes how you feel. Now, how powerful is that? Going to let that sink in for a minute. When you start to notice the thought, instead of focusing on the thought, loses its power of controlling how you feel awesome i could put that in an advert summit <laughs> oh that's uh that's a beep from the face facey b um but yeah and another thing this does right if you can learn to get your thought control underway if you can learn to wake up and decide you're going to focus on this today you're going to think about that today what it actually does i'm going to have to mute that what it actually does is it separates you from your emotions okay so as i just said you stop you, you stop focusing on it it stops controlling how you feel now from that you're going to go about your day going you know this is what i want to think about this one i focus on this is what i want to change um these are the things that need improvement this is how i do it and from that you're going to see the problem for what it is but at no way is it affecting how you feel about yourself or how you feel, you know, it doesn't hit your emotions anymore, you, you sort of become robotic with problem solving, you look at it and go, this is the problem, these are the steps to resolve it, okay, how do I do it, now that'd be amazing, you know what I mean, and as I said, the You're Never Alone USB has the whole, um, I'd say, concept of this, the strategy on how to do this inside it, of, you know, how to control your thoughts, step by step, you know, this is, we start here, we go from here to here to here to here, and because of that, you started to say, you know what, this, this is working, but, you know, I'm changing how I look at myself, I'm changing how I think about things, I'm changing how I problem solve, I'm changing my confidence, I'm changing who I spend time with and my influences, all these things are in the USB, you know what I mean, it's pretty cool for 97 quid, like, if you ask me, um, I mean, it's life-changing, quite frankly, I know, because I, I didn't just do it, you know, I didn't just build this thing, it's, it's been my life, you know, it's been who, what made me who I am today, and I've had, let's say, the, the past couple of months, I've been in the worst situation on paper in my life, you know, losing this, losing that, all, all these, these kind of really bad things that have happened to me, so on paper, it's been the worst situation I've ever been in, but my mental stability 
how I felt about it, how I was in myself, you know, confidence-wise and um, ambitious-wise and day-to-day getting up, feeling good, feeling happy. I mean, it's happier than I've been in years. How weird is that? How can it be that on paper you are in a worse situation, but day-to-day you're happier? What? That doesn't make any sense. Surely it should run side-by-side, but it doesn't. And some people you know, who have anxiety and, and, and confidence issues will know that, or depression. They'll know that they should feel happy about the things that they have, but still they don't feel happy. So what's the secret? The secret is in the USB. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't give you all for free. Um... And because of that, then what happens is if the USB doesn't serve you enough, we've got the first step of me course, which where you get coached by us directly as well. So because of that, if it's not something from foundational and it's something that needs more strategic approach, you actually get to sit with the coaches and do all that kind of stuff. But that's just, I talk about it because it's something I've worked on um, and it's, it works, you know, it's sort of, sort of, um, that's been, my focus anyway and because i focus on these things day in day out it's sort of like well that's what i'm going to talk about i'm not going to talk about um the bad things that happen or the good things that you know i played this xbox something or other game i mean i've not done that for ages um but one thing i noticed this is a little i bet we end on a story people like stories so a story i had the other day was um a couple of months back i had a, a th- an insight from one of my meditations periods and the insight said we've forgotten how to play you know as we've grown older what happens is you get so uh, overwhelmed with the thoughts of I, I don't know work and stuff like that and just life sort of takes over in a way and you lose that um, freedom to play and you lose that sense of yourself that was uh, without fear with pure excitement pure joy without care of judgment you didn't really pff, who cares? I'm a kid, you know, I'm going to do what I want. And that sort of rebelliousness of being a child, right? You sort of lose that as you get older. So one thing, I was walking, because um, I was do two walks a day, you know, for focus. And I was walking and uh, I come to this this little part where it's just a straight line, right? Uh, over some farmer's fields and stuff like that. But there was a massive puddle. And there is no way around this puddle. It's Nettle's puddle. There's no like little walkway. You know what I mean? Where you can shimmy like a like you're in a game. No, no. This was like puddle. And I thought, right, I can either turn around and go home. You know. I've had a bit of walk, whatever. And I thought, you know what I've not done since I was a kid? I've not walked through a puddle. That sounds so dim, doesn't it? It sounds so silly. But I did, and it was like ankle height. Oh, just a bit over, and my shoes were not designed for this. There was, like, running shoes with, like, um, you know, holes in them and stuff like that. And as soon as I put my feet in the water, it was freezing. And I remember just laughing to myself. I was like, oh, my God. Um, and once one foot was in, you know, the other's going in. We may as well enjoy it. So I put both feet in, and I was like... And then Seth, sometimes you've got to walk both feet in, you know, through life. Put my feet in, and I was like, oh, my God, it's freezing. And I carried on walking, and then the water was squishing through my my toes and squishing through my shoes. And I was just, like, grinning to myself and smiling. And as I carried on my walk, it was still squishing, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Sort of, like, as a kid, though, like, they do that, don't they? They sort of, "Eh." um, And then it warmed up as well, and it warmed up my feet. And I was like, you know what? I forgot you used to do that. I forgot that after a bit, you know, your wet shoes and that would actually feel warm. It was weird. And then... Obviously, they probably smell by the time you get home, but, and it's that sort of, um, again, yesterday, I went to see a friend, and as I set off, 
he started thundering and uh, and lightning and stormy weather and raining and it, oh as soon as I set off it was bad and I just walked with it with my head held high thinking I'm not gonna get ill <laughs> you know what I mean it's not it's not freezing temperatures it's a bit of water let's just all relax you know what I mean there's people running and like you know trying to get out of it and like people frowning and I'm just walking with my head up like it's all right it's good I'm not, nothing's gonna happen it's just a bit of rain it's a bit of fun you know what i mean and it's that carefree uh appreciation of current surroundings that lets you escape the pressures um of being overwhelmed by as an adult you know as what you're supposed to be as who you're supposed to be because that's what everyone tells you you're supposed to be and um it changes the language inside your head that thought control so that's essentially it. It's like uh, if you can get your thought control there and if you can start changing the way you're, what you're focusing on and the way it's making you feel, you can actually start to change and focus on what you want. Now, look at billionaires and stuff like this. Billionaires don't wake up and look in the mirror and go, oh, I don't look good today. You know, they don't wake up and go, oh, I've got this problem today. Um, they wake up and they think about what, what they're, what's important to them. They go, hmm. This I need to sort out, this I need to sort out, and I'm going to do this today. And they already know. And the, the that's why effective people are successful, because they know how to be effective. They know how to say, this needs to be done, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. And people will say, oh, you're not tired, you're not feeling, you know, upset, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm good. Well, have you got so much energy? Oh, because I'm, I'm good. I'm not emotionally and physically, I'm not physically drained by emotions, you know what I mean? And obviously, you're still laughing. You're still enjoying yourself. You still have bad days where it's hard and it's difficult. But that discipline of still doing stuff, even though you're not feeling like it, gives you back that energy and sort of drives you to do even more because you sort of get frustrated. You're like, I shouldn't be feeling like this. There's no reason to. I need to get this sorted, so I'm going to get it sorted. And it, that can drive you even more being almost aggressive towards your work, you know, or towards your life or towards your problems. Sort of face them head on, you know, that kind of warrior instinct of, you know what, this is a problem, I've, I've had enough of it, I mean, that's the most powerful word in the English language to me, enough, you know, I've had enough of this, it's going to change now, um, that's when people change, when, when they change inside, is when they've had enough, this is it, you know, um, so that's today's podcast, the thought control, what's running your thoughts, you know, is there a way you can try and change it? Of course there is. We talk more about that in the course. But what you need to start looking at is how much are you emotionally draining yourself or physically draining yourself because of your emotional attachment to the thoughts that do not serve you, that you're not even thinking of? How much are the empty thoughts running you? Are you in control of what's coming into your head? Or is it just popping in there and making you feel worse about yourself? And when you do feel worse about yourself, are you looking outside of yourself and starting to look at the people around you and say, they need my help. Why am I thinking about myself all the time? Why am I so selfish? You know, in a way, I've said this before, all these um, these sort of the, the depression and the anxiety side thing is such a sort of selfish, um, you know, selfish thing to be in because you just think, I'm not good enough. I'm scared of this. I'm. Well, what if someone needs you? You know, what if you need to do that because people are relying on you? What if it's not about how you feel? Sometimes, you know, sometimes toughen up is a way to go. 
because sometimes it's important to do something that you don't feel like doing. I don't take this lightly, you know. I've been through it all. But at the same time, you know, I said there's sort of a time for everything, you know what I mean? So if you're if you're too worried to go to the shops and you've got a kid who needs food, maybe it's time you toughen up and went to the shops. You know, if you've got all the pressure in the world and you don't feel like you want to be here anymore, maybe, you know, saying toughen up's definitely not the way to go. You need to be transparent with someone and, and get something um some help you know what i mean and, and you need to connect with someone again and find your inner self and, and inner self in a way that's inner confidence that's um reconnect with that old child who used to be playful and fearless you know um but that's today's episode anyway i hope you've all enjoyed if you do enjoy please subscribe to the um i don't know if podcast works with uh subscribe to the podcast so you get weekly updates we've got a massive massive one coming soon which I, i'm it's going to blow me out of the water like i can't wait um, we had the amazing episode with Aaron a couple of days ago. We've got two more podcasts coming up. Uh, sorry, three more. We've three more guests I've got lined up, um, which is going to be huge. And on top of that, obviously, I've got weekly podcasts coming out for you guys so that you can connect with us, understand the, what it means, and sort of change your own thinking. I think in every single podcast, if you just listen all the way through, you're going to find a gem. And, um, Obviously, the ones where it's back and forth, you get a bit more of engagement. But for you, like, come on. What are you thinking about? And maybe, is it time you changed what you focused on? All right. Thank you. That's today's episode. Pete out. I'll see you in a bit, guys. Thank you.